2: Good morning, Lee. Oh, okay, wait. He's not here today. That's right. Forgot. Uh, Got the memo. Yeah, all right. So, Super Bowl Sunday. You going to be watching? I'm going to be watching Rambo Loco, my husband, to see if he's watching. I get more of a kick out of this than I do watching the actual Super Bowl. And I got to admit, I'm not a sports fan. Um, If my kids aren't playing in it, I'm not into it. If they are playing into it, I'm one of those parents. But if they're not if they're not playing at it, I'm not that into it. So for me, um, for years, my husband's a huge football fan, and I'd baby him um, on Super Bowl Sunday, and it was always, "Hey, what do you want? I'm going to make it. Whatever you want, I'm going to make it. I'll make all your goodies." And um, sometimes we'd go, you know, watch it with friends. Other times, just uh, him. But I'd make sure he had it because it was like, you know, it was an event. It was like a holiday. And uh, then he got offended by the woke NFL and quit. And so every year it's he, I, d- there has been like no football on in my ha- my house this year which is so weird to me. I, I could have never imagined my husband breaking up with, with with the NFL. Um but usually what'll happen on Super Bowl Sundays it'll start out like you know he's not going to watch it and then he'll kind of flip on the television and just kind of check out what's going on and uh, then drift away and then check it out again. So I'm going to see if if there's any tune in by him um at all. So he'll maybe watch the Super Bowl and I'll watch him to see if he watches the Super Bowl, which is a bigger source of amusement for me. But a lot of you going to be watching the Super Bowl 66%, I'm sorry, um, 50% of all Americans, new polls say they expect to watch the Super Bowl this year. So that's, uh, you know, if it pans out 165 million people, it's a lot of people. Most people say this year they don't care who wins. So 43% aren't rooting for anyone. 30, 30% say they want it to be the Kansas City Chiefs. 27% say the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't care. It's whatever. 66% of men are mainly tuning in for that game, for like for the game. Nineteen Another 19% of men are in it for the commercials. 12% want to watch Rihanna's halftime show. Not sure about that, but okay. And the women aren't that different, actually. 42% of women, you know, most excited about the game. 27% more into the commercials. That's me. Uh, and 25% will pay, pay closer attention to the halftime show than if I never watch the halftime show. There's always uh, some perversion. Uh, it's just, it's so woke that um, I refuse to be a victim. I just turn it off. I'm not. And my husband's always in agreement with that. He always t- turns it off or turns it down during the halftime show, so.
3: You looking forward to it? Have you
2: quit the NFL like my husband? They have gone less woke than they were at the height of it. They have backed off that a little bit. Is that enough for you or no? You're a fan that used to watch the Super Bowl. You're not going to today or you've kind of made up with the NFL. You're at peace and you're going to be tuning in. You can have a party at your house. Love to know. What it is for you could text it to me. 71307 is the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Okay. So, millions of Americans, including thousands of you right here in Greenville, hundreds and hundreds of you who texted me and emailed me in absolute anguish. Many, many, many of you lost your jobs. You walked away from them because Fauci said you had to have the shot. Had to have it. It Became more of a sacrament than a medical device. It really did. Part of a kooky cult like religion, really. You had to lose your job. And, folks, I never told you this at the time. Um, we had some pressure from above it at Odyssey, and and, and we were getting the emails, the pressure emails. I, I think 88% were vaccinated. Why haven't you gotten vaccinated? And um, I wasn't getting vaccinated. I was ready to go. My husband and I had already made the decision, and I was done. The most important thing to me in my life right now, not what I thought it would be at this time when I was younger. I want to be alive to see my grandkids. And from the beginning, I listened to the creator of the mRNA vaccine, not the COVID vaccine, but the mRNA vaccine. Dr. Robert Maloney said not to take it. I listened to him. I thought he of all people would know. I didn't take it. And I was willing to be fired for not taking it. That, it didn't come to that, thankfully. There are many in this industry who did get fired for not taking it. Hundreds and hundreds of you who lost your jobs here. Many of you who still text me, because I'm talking about it, it'll come in. Uh, There's one guy, uh, what, two weeks ago, said, listen, I was making over $100,000 as a manager. Now I'm making 50 I can't get the money back for not taking the shot. And Anthony Fauci. Liar-in-chief has the absolute, total, and complete unmitigated gall to publish a study co-authored with two other people saying he always knew the COVID vaccine didn't work. Oh, and by the way, the flu vaccine doesn't either. Go ahead and take it, though. 20 people a year on average die of the flu vaccine. That doesn't work either. (laughs) I'm sorry about your family. They'll get along fine without you. Do you have insurance? Might want to get that before you take the flu vaccine. Flu vaccine nowhere near as deadly as the COVID vaccine, of course, and it's been that way. Most years, about 20 people die. Or at least that's what's reported to VAERS, so it's probably more like on the order of about 200. That doesn't work either. So that's helpful for for Fauci, Fauci to go ahead and, and admit that in writing. But also shocking. This is the guy who went on day after day, week after week, you know, um... Reiterating the idea to employees. you need to fire your employees, no matter how good they are. If they won't take the shot, gotta fire them. Why? I don't know. He now admits he's always known the shot didn't work. I'm just gonna let you process that for a minute. This is the part that I I don't get with the left. I understand them perfectly and completely. But this is the one part about them that baffles me. After they get away with pulling off a major lie and wrecking people's lives with it. If I were them, I'd be content to let the history books, you know, just repeat what I'd said the whole time. I've utterly won the information more, but they don't. When it's too late to stop them and the damage is done, they always come out and admit they lied. Always, and I don't know why they do it. It's some kind of bizarre victory lap. My only theory is that it's to... Beat down people like me and you who can spot a lie. We got a sixth sense for it. We know it the second we hear it. Don't fight. We're going to win. Don't bother. We're going to win the next one and the one after. But he admitted it. And that is shocking. In a piece published in Cell, a highly prestigious journal, Fauci made the admission. He always knew it didn't work. That it might, in some remote cases, perhaps help a little. A small percentage of cases could help a little. But he always knew it didn't stop the spread. Wow. Because that's not what he said on television. That's not even close to what he said on television. So to be clear, Fauci is not claiming the vaccines were utterly worthless, just mostly worthless. He's still in the article, basically maintains that uh, certain specific cases, atypical cases of COVID, the ones that generally kill you, the vaccines serve as sort of a pretreatment, not a great one, but kind of one. But he also flat out admits that the claims about the vaccine preventing infection and transmission not only are bogus, but always were. I can just remember the anguish. I I just, just just the absolute those of you who, like me, got real news and knew this thing was dangerous from the beginning, were afraid to take it. Many of you had family members and friends who went first because they were older. They had adverse reactions. You saw them. Maybe you're even caring for that family member who had an adverse reaction, um, and you didn't want to take it, but you didn't know how you would pay your mortgage. That guy who got you fired, he knew the whole time it didn't stop the spread, and he lied and lied and lied. And now he admits it. He admits it. (laughs) Sorry, gotcha. These people are incredible. These people are incredible. Coming up, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine that, that Fauci lied about. The guy, Dr. Robin Malone, who went to the Trump people, went to the Biden people, begged them not to do this, told them it wouldn't work for what they were trying to use it for. And as a result, got canceled for being right and telling the truth because that's what happens in our society today. Well, here. From him, Dr. Robert Malone, on Fauci's lies and admissions that he knew the whole time the shot didn't work. So why did you have to take it on pain of losing your job? Any these executives listening this morning, the ones I told you don't do this to people, don't fire them, they're lying to you. How you feel today? Bad, I hope. All right, Super Bowl Sunday. Producer Tim, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. All right, what do you think? You guys, um, we'll, we'll see how well you did on Monday. What's your call?
5: Ooh, I, right now I'm leaning Philadelphia Eagles. That's uh, that's the way I'm leaning right now. It's just their defense is just too strong, and uh, Kansas City's defense isn't quite as strong.
2: Okay. So would you be willing to put money down on that? <sighs>
5: No, because uh, Patrick Mahomes—he's probably the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, I—I I don't know if I'd be willing to put money on that.
2: Okay, what can we? What should we look for this weekend? Ooh, the, well, the thing to always look for
5: uh, um, is just uh, there's so many storylines within this one. Yeah. Especially, there's actually two brothers that are playing in this. One's on on Kansas City. One's on uh, um, Philadelphia. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey uh, Travis Kelsey is an elite tight end Kelsey's on is the center for the Philadelphia Eagles it's so, and they actually have their own podcast and they've been talking trash the entire week <laughs> and it's it's just it's some fun and then the, their mom actually uh, has this jer- jersey it's like half Philadelphia, half Kansas City that she wears and it just says Kelsey on the back so it, it's, it's, it's on the watch and when she was asked, or who, who are you rooting for? she said, I'm rooting for the offenses
2: <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, what do you do, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's
2: that's going to be a proud mom no matter how it turns out, I guess, right?
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause, cause no matter what, she's going to have a winning son. So.
2: Yeah, pretty cool to produce two Super Bowl-playing sons. Uh, that's very historic. Um, what else are you going to be looking for? Well, the thing that always interests me
5: every single year is how many things you can bet on in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, I, I looked at my article. There's over 57 stuff that uh, just on this article alone. I talk about stuff that you can bet on. Like, I mean, you can bet on uh, how long the national anthem is going to be. Like, the over-under on that. Like, is it going to be heads? Is it going to be tails? Uh, the coin toss, which is very interesting because it's uh, – right now, tails is the all-time leader at 29 and 27 in the Super Bowl. So, it's, it's just something to keep an eye on there. It's just – and there's all other stuff like, you know, will there be a score in the first six minutes of the game? There's a, there's a line on that. It's just it, – it's all different kind of stuff. Like, there's even uh, – Thing between the, the brother I love the thing that I mentioned but between those guys of uh, the Kelsey brothers there's a line uh tra- Travis Kelsey who's gonna have more like Kelsey receiving yards or Jason Kelsey snaps played so there's just it's it's all kind of stuff that you can just bet on so that that that's something that always interests me every year and there's just so many stuff that you can do like it, will there be a two-point conversion attempt is, is also that that's a, a plus 110 right now so that, that, it's just it's stuff like that it's just how many things that you don't normally bet on that you like okay for, for the Super Bowl you just kind of pull up pull out all the stops
2: and I think it makes it fun to have some money oh, yeah. in, in it. Um j- you know just just really to get your get your blood uh, pumping. To- well, you know what's funny um and I always wondered about this, okay? I I not I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I am not that into football, right? Mm-hmm. I've sat in front of enough of it that I kind of know the rules, but mm, um so you know what I do when I watch at a party? What's that? I keep my mouth shut. That's what I do. Cuz you know, it's it's not what I know. Well, I'm not alone. New poll found if you're sitting at a Super Bowl party, a lot of people are faking it. Like that they completely understand what's going on. Listen to this. 14% of Americans admit if no idea what's happening in a football game. 14%. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Another 30% say they only know the rules somewhat. So that's, that is 44% either like really don't know what's going on or they kind of do, but they don't.
5: Right, I I feel like a lot of those people are in kind of in for the commercials, oh, or yeah. some some for the halftime show, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I'm in for the food and the cultural event. That's me.
5: Honestly, I I'm always down for the food as well. So
2: yeah. Um. So here it is. Thirty. Okay. Thirty-six percent. It's only thirty-six percent of Americans say they know the rules of football inside and out. So that'd be you. Yes. Produced him. Okay. Another thirty thirty percent say they know the rules somewhat well, and seventeen percent say they only loosely follow. Uh, football, 14% admit they have zero clue what is uh, what is going on. Um, that used to be me because I never followed football, and then my husband's taught me some. So I, I have some idea, but most of the time I'm just, like, smiling and nodding my head. That's me. Um, so apparently I'm not the – I always thought I was the only one I'm not.
5: Um, well, there's d- definitely a group out there that doesn't watch football as much. But now at a game, like, would you be uh, okay with someone, like, maybe trying to teach you what's going on, or you just kind of want to just kind of sit there and just watch?
2: Oh, I'd love for somebody to to really get into the, you know, nitty gritty of it with me. And Like I said, I have a basic understanding, but mm-hmm. I'm not next level or anything. But you know right. what? At this point, when you get to this age, you don't want to admit to somebody that you don't actually know what's going on enough for them to coach you through it. So maybe, producer Tim, maybe I could hire you as my secret consultant. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm, you know my, what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, oh yeah, I'll be able to tell you what's going on. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. can
2: text me. <laughs> you can say, "Here's what just happened." I mean, I'm—I know, but like, mm-hmm. there are moments of total confusion. I, I will admit, like, wh- what? Why did that? Yeah, well, huh? but you know, you get to this edge. Like I said, you don't want to admit you don't know. So
5: yeah, and I, I've also got a problem like with, with it because um, obviously the Super Bowl is on a Sunday. We still come in Monday, oh. very very early. So I'm just—I'm just thinking, like, do, I don't have a team in because I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, and so it's just like. How do I stay up for the entire game? Do I do I go to bed early? I, I don't want to. But like, do I so, you know, if I don't get enough sleep, <laughs> things kind of get rough in the morning, especially on a Monday. Yeah. So like I'm kind of in that, you know, uh, in a conundrum right now. I'm try, trying to figure out what I need to do.
2: Yeah. See, I, and I don't know how many people out there are like this, Tim. But I mean, you know, we have I have I don't know if you do. Do you have President's Day off? I have President's Day off. Yes, I do. OK, you do. Yeah. So to me, I don't, I don't even know what the deal is Take a President's Day off, right? Like give us the Super Bowl off. Does that right. not make more sense the day after the Super Bowl? I and, mean, come on, America's not productive the day after the Super Bowl.
5: I mean, you would think, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes much more sense to just go ahead and make it a national holiday, so that yeah. way everyone watches it, everyone has the next day off, so that way they can stay up later, you know, and do some other stuff as well, you know. <laughs> if, if you have a little too much drink, you know, yeah, get, get, get an extra day off, and then you come in on Tuesday ready to go again. And, and it's plus, I feel like that's become more of a national holiday and more celebrated than President's Day, so.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, 50% are going to be up watching the thing. That's half the country, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it, just, it half the country is useless the next day. I would love to see, like, um, and I've never been able to find this, traffic reports for the next day. Like, do accidents go up? Because, you know, people are tired.
5: Ooh, that's a good point. They're
2: driving. I bet they do. I bet they, I bet there's drunk driving, too. I've always thought they should have, they should start the actual game. I know the pregame starts early, but I, I, I've, I've always thought they should start the actual game so much earlier. If we're not going to have a national holiday, the darn it, let's get in bed by 9.
5: Yeah, start the game like like 5.30 yeah. or something, you know? I
2: mean, come on. Well, it's still light out, you know? mm mm-hmm. um, And I mean the actual guy, I'd like to see it start more like 3. Yeah, I'd um, be down for that. Yeah, exactly. And maybe you could stuff in a few more commercials that yeah. way, right?
5: Yeah, it would definitely solve my problem, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, mine too. Uh, but apparently no one cares what we think, Tim.
5: Uh, dang, I mean, uh, th- that'll be the day, though.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. All right, we'll be right back.
6: podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast
2: Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. A lot of folks there sounding off on the Super Bowl from totally different points of view. Texter writes, good morning, Tara, about the Super Bowl day off. It's called adulting. Make your choice. Live with the consequences. I'm not going to be up. Another texture writes, the NFL is slap full of people who hate our country. That's true. Uh, no, it should not be a holiday. It should be taken off the air is what it should be. Now, the text writes. does anybody realize how shallow it is to be concerned with sports right now, especially when you've got to ask yourself, what's the rest of the world think? We've got a geriatric president trying to start World War III. We do. Yesterday's podcast was uniquely on that. Uh, our country's falling to pieces, and our southern borders are wide open. We're all fighting amongst ourselves, but yet we can take time off to watch these overpaid idiots run up and down a field and sell us commercial products. It's all very stupid. Our priorities are way upside down like everyone else. However, the next text says, hey, Tara, football matters. It's uniquely American, even if it's gotten much softer in recent years. Oh, speaking of which, folks, I swear, anything that is culturally and uniquely American must be canceled. That and your gas stove. We had that yesterday. Literally, as the Biden administration gaslights us and tells us, us no, we would we would never come for your gas stove. Not us. They are floating regulations to do exactly that. It will outlaw. Can you imagine this? Outlaw twenty of the twenty-one main models on the market right now, and what they re, they get replaced with will be extremely significant. Is a better way to put it. More expensive. So they're literally, and they're doing it regulatorily. So it's not like are they going to outright ban your stoves? So like, no, we'll let you still have some that are on the market. You mean one of the twenty? Because the others don't comply. It's going to be just like your heating and cooling unit. Long heating and air spent most of last year warning you about that. Yeah, Biden regs caused those to go up 25%. So, I mean, this is just an effort to put gas stoves and heating and cooling units out of reach of a normal middle-class family. But anything that is identifiably American, they want to take out. Suck the joy right out of life. Headline, in time for the Super Bowl, New York Democrats want to ban kids from playing tackle football. Of course they do. It is a uniquely, recognizably American, culturally American sport. And so if they cannot co-opt it and make it woke, it must be destroyed. It must be destroyed. They're happy with either. Either destroy it or co-opt it. You know, like a virus goes into a cell, changes the cell, and then the cell replicates. That's how it co-opts. New York lawmakers are introducing a bill to ban children from playing tackle football. The John Mackey Youth Football Protection League, named after the NFL player from New York who died from uh, chronic encephalopathy, encephalopathy sorry, in 2011, would ban tackle football for kids 12 years old and younger. So suck the joy out of life, suck the competition out of life, and most especially suck anything out of life that is culturally American. That's who these people are. It is. Uh, folks, I speaking of which, I got to tell you, this FBI internal memo, oh my gosh. Did, did you, did you see, they, they got caught. A Catholic whistleblower inside of the FBI went, oh dear God, and blew the whistle. They were planning to politically persecute traditional Catholics. What What is a traditional? What is a person who needs to be targeted for interdiction and spied on by the FBI? Catholics who are traditional and reject the Pope. That's me. The traditionalist movement. My grandfather was actually one of those... Uh, who uh, helped start that in our church, the remnant movement. He used his life savings bailing it out. Reject the Pope. Gotta watch them, man. We're gonna need to infiltrate. That's what the memo says. Are you freaking kidding me? I've grown up around these people. I was raised by them. They're salt of the earth. Absolute salt. It simply says, we reject the Pope. By the way, I have to know something about being Catholic as I am. You're talking about one of the signs, according to the FBI, that you need to be spied on if you're Catholic and you reject the Pope and his teachings, that's more than half the church. These these The goon squad realizes that, right, at the FBI. And my church, my dad was blown away by this. I'll never forget it. Having been a lifetime traditional Catholic, as he is, went to church with us the weekend the Pope, well, he was here, he was visiting. The weekend the Pope was visiting America. And our priest didn't mention him. Didn't mention that he was here. You, could, you couldn't you turn on TV without seeing that the Pope was here. It was not mentioned or discussed in any way in our church. Why he is so controversial, it's best just not to speak of him. That's how torn apart the church is over this man. This is a bad man. I, 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 I can get into canon law. I don't even think he's the Pope. A lot of people think of him as Paul's Pope. Uh, the real Pope actually just died. There's a tremendous amount of controversy inside the church. So when you're saying, well, we're going to go after people who don't accept the teachings of the Pope, mm, that's more than 50% right now in church. We're we going to go through the pews. And the excuse for me, FBI is they're racist and white supremacy. I've been in this church my entire life. I was raised by traditional Catholics who reject Vatican II. I know all about this movement. I know the people who lead it. I know the people who are part of it. My grandfather was very much a part of it. I have never, in my entire life, as God as my witness, ever heard one racist thing ever out of any of these people. They are salt of the earth. And one of the thing with the one of the things with these traditional Catholics is they are very much about service and good works. They dedicate large parts of their lives to it. My dad is one of them and and to helping the poor. I mean, my dad has made it almost a full-time job in retirement. He slowed down now because he's, you know, he's eighty and he can't get around as much, but um almost a full-time job in retirement, probably a part-time job for him when he was working, helping the poor helping in particular new immigrants to this country who were fleeing the most war-torn people in you know places in the world. And I'm not talking about illegals from the border. I'm talking about legitimate asylees, immigrants of every color, from every nationality. Most of them were brown and black. To say, to, for the FBI to tar these people as racist, I have never in my entire life seen one racist word, heard one racist thing ever out of traditionalist Catholics. But you know what? That's the FBI's lie. Oh, we'll get them because they're racist. bull. What a bunch of crap. You know what it is? You know what what they're doing right here? Let me tell you what they're doing. They're mad. They're mad because that Catholic father protesting outside that abortion clinic wouldn't allow the liberal lunatic to beat his son down. Wouldn't allow it. And they took him to court. They tried to jail him for a decade, and they lost. Federal jury laughed at them. And they're pissed. So they want to crack down on Catholics. Get this for not accepting the Pope. Folks. This is religious persecution. And they're like, oh, we reject. You know what? We withdraw the memo. We're not going to terrorize them after all. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. They are coming. They are coming for you. Folks, it is long past time to disband this agency. Every day it exists, it it grows stronger and is more of a threat to America. I, I can't, I cannot... Traditional Catholics, what are they going to, spy on me to see if I accept a pope? Well, here you go. I don't. Now come get me. What the heck?
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter.
3: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tacovas.com That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
2: So Whistleblower bust the FBI. Uh, they were going to go harass Catholics. I mean, this is terrifying. Just the fact that they think that they can do this. The FBI's Richmond field office released an internal memo last month. It was never supposed to be public. Warning against radical traditionalist Catholic ideology. And saying it presents a new mitigation opportunity that they should infiltrate the church and go after these Catholics. So I'm reading, wow, what Catholics? Radical extremists? I've never met one. I've been in the church my entire life. I was raised by traditional Catholics. My entire extended family is a traditional Catholic. So I was wondering, who are these people? They're so dangerous. They need to be spied on by the FBI. And I'm reading this and they're describing me. Radical traditional Catholics are categorized by rejection. They say of Pope Francis. Okay, so if you're a Pope Francis denier, you absolutely reject him, as I do, and so many of us do. I'd say some majority of us in the church, slim majority, but yeah. He told you, you know what? Where, where the schism became? He told us to vote for Hillary, and we went, "Thank you very much." And fifty-eight percent of us voted for Trump. Majority can't stand him. So when they're saying that, understand, they're saying we're going after a majority of Catholics here. I'm like, wow, check, that's me. Do I get my own personal minder? Do I get a second one? I'm sure I already have one from the FBI. Rejection of the Second Vatican II Council. Yep, check. As a valid church council. Disdain for Pope Francis. And they say uh, frequent adherence to anti Semitic, anti immigrant, anti LGBTQ, and white supremacist ideology. I have never in my entire life met a Catholic like that, ever. Not one. And I was raised in it. So when they're saying about wow, people who reject, the Bible, again, that's about half of us. You know what this is about? They just, they, they decided to go after the father who would pray in front of the abortion center. They're very angry that it's traditionalist Catholics that go outside and peacefully pray in front of abortion centers, as my grandfather did. Never bothered to fly. If you wanted to get an abortion, you could step around him on the sidewalk and go right in. And they're mad they lost in court. That jury, again, drop-kicked the FBI in their ridiculous cases. The second time it's happened in a calendar year. The first time was the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping. They looked at it and went, wait, almost every agent involved in putting that together was an FBI agent? This is ridiculous. And they slapped the FBI. The FBI slapped down again. Said, no, you're not. No, you're Nope, nope. You are not going to persecute religious people. And the jury said, no, they're mad. The FBI got mad, and they're like, okay, we're going to terrorize Catholics. And... By the way, where did they get the idea? Who points the FBI in the directions they go? Southern Poverty Law Center. Says there's bad, dangerous, anti-white you know white supremacist Catholics, so we got to go after them. So the FBI's like, okay, cool. They view these people as a... Wait, what, do, what do they say? New mitigation opportunity? Are you kidding me? You're going to infiltrate churches? You know what you guys should do with the FBI? Let me tell you what you should do. Department of Homeland Security leak. 150 known terrorists off your own watch list are supposed to come across our border this year because y'all have left the border wide open. Why don't you go mitigate that, okay, and stay the heck out of our churches?
4: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
7: Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast.